This is the Daniel Alonzo Wealth on the Beach podcast. I'm a 20-year entrepreneur, investor, and business coach. I've spoken in front of over 300,000 people and been featured in Success Magazine. I became a millionaire at 24. I saved a million dollars in cash by age 28. And I am going to personally help you get totally, absolutely financially independent by creating massive passive income. Join me now. Welcome to Wealth on the Beach podcast. This is Daniel Alonzo and I'm your host. Hey, we're gonna be talking about the power to influence today and why it's so important that you learn how to influence others to your way of thinking. I mean, you know, I remember uh, being 21 and they said to go out and get this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I got excited because I never had been taught that concept before. I mean, you know, it's kind of like you just wing things as you go along, as life just plays out, you figure out how to get along with people. And we always base it based on our upbringing, how our parents talk to us, you know, how we interacted with our friends. And so there was really never any real instruction on how to get somebody to say yes to you. And so I was fascinated. I mean, I, I uh, started studying Tony Robbins very early and I was fascinated with uh, how people got other people to say yes, because in life, that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to get people to follow us. We're trying to get people to join our team. We're trying to get people to say yes and buy our product. Everything in life has to do with people saying yes to you. And if you can't get people to say yes, you're in trouble. I mean, you're, you're in real trouble if you can't get people to, to buy your product. You're not going to be able to survive. And so everything, I mean, negotiation has to do with getting somebody to, you know, kind of meet you halfway. And there's all these ideas around influencing others to your way of thinking. And so I, I got, I was fascinated. I, I got really excited and, and I started uh, learning all I could about uh, the power of influence. And so today we're going to talk about the power of influence and, uh, and why learning how to persuade others will shape your life. My life is better today because I spent a lot of hours figuring out how to get people to say yes. It's going to shape your life. It's going to shape who you are. It's going to shape your future. It's going to get you to make more money. It's going to get you to build more massive, passive income, residual income. And, uh, and, and, you, and then the thing that you got to remember is that you're not going to learn it in one day. So even the things that we're going to talk about today, this is a repetition game. So repetition is the mother of skill. And, uh, and always remember that influencing you is 80% of the battle. So if you don't believe in what you're selling and you haven't convinced yourself that what you're selling is good for people, especially if you're a good person. I mean, if, you're, if you were raised with good 
values and good morals and ethics and all that, then obviously you're, you're going to be that type of person that is never going to want to influence somebody to something that's bad. And by the way, a lot of salespeople are not good at what they're selling because they don't really believe in what they're selling. So one of the things that I did early on is I went to the library and I read every book that I can get my hands on. Every book on personal finance. I learned everything that I could learn. I listened to every, uh, back then it was VHS tapes. I, I listened to every, I read every book that I could get my hands on. I, I you know, I, I even uh, used to listen to a lot of talk radio shows that had to do with personal finance. And of course I did my own training and, uh, and I self-taught myself a lot as well. So I, I think that the reason why I was able to sell so much early on, and by the way, I had a situation too that really impacted my life. Uh, a friend of mine, his, uh, his, really my best friend growing up, his older sister, she was married and had a home and, and they lived close by. And when I first got into business, I tried to set up an appointment with them to sell our product. And of course they told me, no, 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 no. And of course my product is, is life insurance and they told me no, 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 no. And like, I don't know, 10, 11 months later, the guy, the, the, you know, the, you know, the husband, he calls me up and he says, Hey, I need some of that life insurance. And I said, what are you talking about? You've been telling me, no, you wouldn't even let me in your house. You wouldn't even let me do an appointment with you. And, uh, and he said, yeah, I was thinking about getting some of that life insurance and I kind of dug a little bit deeper and asked him a couple of questions and he came clean and he's like, I just went to the doctor and I was diagnosed with cancer. And so obviously I had to tell him that there's nothing that we could do at that point. I mean, he has cancer. You can't get insurance after you've already been diagnosed with cancer. So he dies six months later. They, they actually uh, just had a baby and the baby was six months old. He passed away. She lost everything. They lost their house. They lost all their money. They lost everything. She had to move back up north with her parents. I mean, financially devastated. So when somebody asks me, do I believe in what I'm selling? It's, it's a 100%. I, I think we paid out since that time and I hadn't paid out any death claims at that time. And that was my first year in business. Since that time, we've paid out $103 million plus because we pay out claims every day. So $103 million plus in death claims. There's a lot of people that have been dramatically impacted in a positive way because I believe in what I do and I believe in my product and I've, I've convinced myself, I've influenced myself that what I'm doing is necessary and it's correct and it's right and it's real. And the type of life insurance that I sell is the right type of life insurance. I only sell term life insurance and the reason why is because it gives my clients the most amount of life insurance coverage for the least amount of premium dollars. And so bottom line, I'm not, this is not a life insurance lesson here, but the bottom line is that because I had those experiences, because I influenced myself 
and believed in what I was selling, I've been able to sell a lot more. And a lot of families have been impacted because of that. You know, influencing the client is 20%. Once you believe with absolute certainty, you can easily transfer those feelings to others. So these are feelings that you're transferring. It's emotions that you're transferring. When you sell, when you become a master closer, when you become a master influencer, it really just has to do with you transferring a belief of certainty into another person, into another person, uh, human being. And so, for example, when I ask somebody, uh, you know, if, if, if you had a choice between this one and this one, after I've educated them about different types of products that we offer, if you had a choice between this one and this one, which one would you feel? So that's me getting them to tell me what they feel is right. And they, they feel my absolute certainty in my emotions, in my uh, physiology, uh, my tonality in my voice. So when, when I, when I transfer those emotions over to the other person, I ask them if you had a choice between this one, this one, this one, which one would you feel would be in the best interest of your family for the long run? It's 99% of the time they give me an answer. And when they give me an answer, that's a yes. And so the point here is belief is power. It's you believing that what you're doing is effective and right and real. And I don't care what, what product you sell. I mean, you could be selling cars. You could be selling uh, another product, a, a fitness product, uh, whatever. I mean, when somebody sees it in, in you and they can feel it and you're transferring those feelings, not now, not just being excited, okay? Not, I, I think a lot of people just feel like, you know, I just need to be really, really excited. No, 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 I knew my shit. I was sold on what I was doing because I had done the research, I had done the homework. So it wasn't just me saying, hey man, you know, I, you know these guys told me to believe this and I'm gonna, no, 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 I did my homework. I mean, mathematically, what I was selling was good for my client. And that's why a, a lot of salespeople are not good at it because their product is subpar. Their product is, is not a good product. And if you don't feel, inter if you're selling a product just to make money, you're in trouble. Because just, just because you're selling it, just because you act like you believe in the product doesn't mean that that is real and it's, and it's right for that client. So what happens is that because our, our, the way our, our brains work psychologically, we want to be congruent. So we want to, uh, you know, we, we don't want to lie. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that, that truly wants to lie. Now we can convince ourselves of things that are not true, but we don't internally, we, we don't want to lie. People want to be honest. I mean, you know, the, 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 um, the, the greatest criminals in the world, they were criminals because they convinced themselves that what they were doing was correct. You know, they were stealing money because the system was corrupt. 
they were stealing money because they were going to give it to charity or they were going to give it to the less fortunate, you know, the, the Robin Hood story, right? So there are people that can convince themselves and, and there are people that have done a great job convincing themselves. And that, so that belief, so that just even more tells you that belief is power. Belief is so powerful. And so, but my hope and my expectation of all of you guys that are listening right now is that you're going to do the right thing. You're going to take the things that you learn from me and you're going to do the right, because they're power. These are powerful, powerful tools that you can learn and you could transfer over to the masses and make a huge difference in so many thousands of people's lives. But you could also take the information and do bad things with that information as well. So hopefully I can compel you to do what's right. You know, going far beyond the call of duty, doing more than others expect. This is what excellence is all about. And so I, you know, when I first got into business, I wanted to do far more. I wanted to give far more value. I wanted to learn more. That's why I studied so hard. I studied like my life depended on it. All the scripts, all the books, all the trainings so that I was prepared, mentally prepared, and also had the knowledge. You know, it's kind of like a, a doctor. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't want to go see my doctor and he's incompetent. I don't want my doctor to, to not know what he's doing. I, I want to I be around somebody that has that is passionate enough to know what they're doing. They're good enough to know what they're doing. And they've taken the time, they've taken the study, they've taken the, 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 you know, the, the courses, they've spent the hours of study. Those are the people that I wanna do business with you. So look, a couple little, little side things that I wanted to, to make sure that when you become a master influencer and, and you're able to get people to your way of thinking in a powerful, powerful way, you know, number one, manage your state. Ma manage your prospect state through questions. So you got to number one, manage your own state, manage your own emotions, but also you got to manage the emotions of your prospects by asking them questions that, that, by the way, that you already know the answer to. You have to, you have to ask questions that you already know the answers to. Now, I mean, obviously, if you're asking a question like, hey, what's your goal and dream? You don't know what the answer is. But I want to ask questions that, I, that, I, that I'm fairly confident. Like, for example, if I say, what is the most important thing in your life to you? I'm fairly confident that they're going to say family. If I, if I ask them, you know, God forbid you passed away. Do you want your family at a higher standard of living, lower, or remain at least the same? I mean... I'm fairly confident they're going to say at least the same or higher. It's very rare that somebody says, hey, look, I want to leave my family with a crappy financial situation if I die. Another thing to remember is you got to be prepared. So when I would deliver my analysis to my clients, I would study it. I would prepare for it. 
Uh, um, anytime. I mean, I, I do a podcast. I prepare for a podcast. I, uh, I do a presentation with a client. I'm very prepared. I, I generally show up to my client's home 15, 20 minutes early and I'll sit around the corner in my car preparing or making calls or whatever, but I want to get there early. I want to be prepared. I want to show up or, you know, two, three, four, five minutes early to the appointment because I want to be different. I don't want to be winging my life. I don't want to wing this deal. That's what the amateurs do. The pros are prepared. I want my doctor to be prepared. I want my lawyer to have done his homework. And your clients are asking the same thing of you. So take it seriously. Whatever you're selling, whatever you're doing, take it seriously. Um, of course, you got to prospect all the time because that's how you have more people to influence. I think a lot of you, you spend so much time gathering information and you spend so little time actually prospecting, actually using the information. So gather the information, learn the information, but then go crazy giving the information. Build trust. How do you build trust? Well, you build trust by doing what you say you're going to do. It's one of the, the, the greatest ways to influence others because people want to do business with people that they like and they trust. So if somebody likes you and they trust you, it's very, very easy to sell to them. So what does that mean? That means build rapport, gain rapport throughout your presentation. Find out some common ground. If they like to fish and you like to fish, talk about fishing. If you like cars and they like cars, talk about cars. If they like sports and you like sports, talk about sports. If they like crafting and you like crafting, talk about crafting. Find something. When you walk through that door, look around. Be aware of your surroundings. What are, what are they like? What do they enjoy? And then try to do your best at, uh, you know, creating that connection between the two of you. Create interest. Create interest by asking interesting questions. Hey, if you were to win $10 million, I mean, what would you do with the $10 million? And they tell you all of their goals and dreams. They tell you all of their hot buttons. They tell you everything that you need to know to influence them to your way of thinking. By the way, all I'm trying to do is give them what they want. I don't want to make anybody buy something that they don't want to buy. I mean, that's not fun. It's not very moral either. I want you to buy something that you told me you want to buy. Now, if you tell me your family is the number one thing in your, fam in your life to you, guess what? I want to I make sure that you are properly protected because if you're not, then you're not living congruently to what you believe. If you believe that your family is the number one thing in your life to you, why would you not want to have them properly protected? 
So I want to give you what you want. If you tell me that you want more freedom and choices and you want to travel the world and you want to do all these, these fun things and you want to make more money and you want to send your kids to college and you want to buy a nicer house and you all this stuff, like, look, how are you going to do that with a job? So of course I'm going to try to recruit you. I'm not going to try to recruit somebody that has no ambitious and is unmotivated and, and, and doesn't, isn't excited about life. I want to give you what you want. I want to influence somebody to get what they say they want, not what I tell them they want. But I want to create interest in what they want so that they can have the life that they want. All my job is, is to give you what you want. That's it. That's my job. That's, that's in everything I've ever done, everything I've sold, everything I've done. I mean, look, my family, I want to give my family what they want. I know what they want. I know their goals and dreams. I know what they are excited about. I want to give them what they want. That is our real, true job as influencers, as people that, that sell, you know, qualify the client's true needs. Find out what their needs are. It's, it's called needs-based selling. So I want to look at your particular situation financially. And then I want to I want to break it down and I want to say okay based on the amount of money that you make right now I want to give you I want to qualify your needs I want to ask you the questions that tell me where you're at it's kind of like a financial x-ray if I was your doctor I got to take an x-ray before I can tell you what's wrong with your body You know you go to the dentist the first thing they do you say I have a toothache first thing they do is hey man let's take a, an x-ray Why because they have to qualify what your true challenges or needs are. Once I can figure out those needs, I can then make a proper recommendation based on your specific situation. Uh, and I think that's the only fair way too. You know, don't sell people crap that they don't need. Don't sell people crap that's, that's not good for them. Don't sell people, don't oversell people. You know, if they're making $30,000 a year, you don't sell them a million dollar policy. It's just not ethical. It's not the right thing to do. Do the right thing. Look, I've been in business over 20 years. I believe that I've been in business over 20 years because I've always put the needs of my clients first versus putting my needs first. And, mo and by the way, most unethical salespeople, they put the needs of themselves because they're, they're desperate. They're desperate to make money. And you should never be desperate to make money. That's why when you're making money, you better sock it away. You better get financially independent as quickly as possible because the faster you become financially independent, the faster you're gonna always make sure that you have your client's best interest at heart. Sometimes when people are desperate, they do desperate things, they try to sell things that aren't good, they try to um, you know, influence people to things that are not right for that particular person. It's out of desperation. People that are financially free, the people that make a lot of money, that saved a lot of money, that are okay, they want to do what's right no matter what because it doesn't matter to them. That's why, by the way, my business, we. Recruit people on a part-time basis. I love recruiting somebody on. I love recruiting a part-time coach or a part-time teacher because when I recruit them, I get to 
They, they offer people products and services that are right for them 100% of the time because they don't need the money. They already make money at their job. So they're always going to put the needs of that client first. And then, of course, you always got to get a commitment and a close. And, and, and I always like, you know, pre-closes. And a pre-close for me would be, uh, you know, something like, um, you know, why is it that most people have life insurance? And then they tell me. Or a pre-close might be, uh, you know, if, if God forbid something were to happen to you, would you want your family to hire, stand, live, and lower, remain at least the same? I mean, you know, that, that might be a pre-close. Or a pre-close might be, if I'm trying to recruit somebody, a pre-close might be something like, uh, you know, is your job ever going to give you that lifestyle you just described, you wanted? That's a pre-close. So I'm always closing, I'm always getting little yeses, always little closes and little commitments because in the final analysis, they're gonna give me the big yes, they're gonna give me the, the, the giant massive yes because, because I've gotten a lot of little yeses along the way. You know, when, when they tell me that uh, the foundation of the financial, you know, I'll ask them, you know, if you were to build a big building, a big high-rise, sky-rise building, what's the most important part of that building to keep it standing? And they say the foundation. Well, when they say foundation, and of course, you know, and then of course we talk about how insurances are a part of your foundation and, and uh, auto insurance and homeowners insurance and life insurance and medical insurance. These are the foundation of your financial program. When they say that, in essence, they're saying that they should buy from me. When they say, when I say, so, uh, you know, why is it that most people have the proper amount of life insurance? And they say, well, because God forbid I die, I want to make sure my family's taken care of. I didn't say that. They said that. So that was a little close that I got, a little yes that I got that ultimately gave me the big yes at the end. The big yes at the end when, is, is when I ask for a check. So who writes the checks? Mr. And Mrs. Client, who writes the checks? I just need a good faith check for $125. And they, and they go and they get the checkbook and they, and they give me the information. Because they've already made up their mind in their own mind. I've transferred my belief. They've told me 15 times throughout the presentation that protecting their family was hugely important. Or I've asked somebody, look, I mean, you know, if, if there was a way for you to make an extra $5,000 a month on a part-time basis, would you keep your options open? And they say, yes, it's just a little, that's just a little, yes, it's just a little commitment. And then getting that final close is, is so easy. It's so easy. And so that is a little bit about the power to influence. This is, this is just part one. I got to, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little series for you guys. So we'll just call this part one of how the, of the power to influence part one, because I, I, I want to, I want to continue this uh, conversation and I want to make sure that, that you become by the end of this year, you become a master influencer. You become a master at your craft 
but really a master at buying into what it is that you're trying to sell. Because remember, when you sell your product, especially if your product's a good product for the world, when you sell your product, it, look, it's your job, it's your duty, it's your responsibility to get people to own your product. If more people own your product, the whole world is better. When you make more money, the whole world is better. When you become financially independent, the whole world is better. I, I just... Uh, I just read something, Jeff Bezos uh, is the richest man in the world. I mean, worth, uh, I don't know, $160 billion or something like that. And somebody asked him, you know, how do you feel about, you know, being a trillion dollars, being worth a trillion dollars? And he said, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm only worth $160 billion. I've helped to create, you know, 800 and whatever, $40 billion of wealth to the rest of the world. And, uh, and that to me was such a, an awesome, awesome little quote from him. I mean, I have so much more respect for Jeff Bezos because of what he just said. Because I have been trying to convey that to the masses for all my life, or at least as long as I've been in business. 20 years I've been talking about that. When you become successful, the whole world becomes more successful. When you make more money, you can give more money to your church, you can give more money to your charity. I love silent auctions. We attend a lot of silent auctions. We spend a lot of money on buying things and giving money to charity. Love making sure that when the church asks for something or they need something or the school needs computers or the school needs, you know, there, there's a kid that needs help going to a field trip. I love the fact that we get to step up, write the check. We had grandparents that were sick, were ill, remodeled a home for them put in air conditioning units. House that was like 19, built in the 1950s, never had air conditioning. Put in air conditioning units. Matter of fact, we, we ended up paying off the house for them. So glad, so, so blessed and glad. And, and you know, people say, well, you're lucky, man. You got in when you got in. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Bullshit, I got in like, 25 years after the dang thing was started. More than that, actually, I think. 20-something well, years. And I'm just thinking, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. If I can do it, you can do it. I put on my pants just like you do every single day. Nothing different about me. I'm not better than you. I'm, not, I'm certainly not smarter than you. I just, for some reason... I sold myself. I influenced myself that I was just as capable as anybody else. That I deserved great things in my life too, just like you do. You can win. You can be somebody. 
you can change your life too. Nobody's better than you. Why not you? Why can't you have great things too? Why can't we all have great things? I mean, I, you know, imagine a, a punk kid, $7 an hour I was making to one day being able to be in a situation where they pay us $100,000 a month whether we get out of bed or not. Are you kidding me? This is what we're talking about. This is the land of opportunity. I sold myself on the fact that anybody can have great things if they go to work and if they pay the price and if they learn the power to influence. Let's dream bigger, but let's make sure that we do it now. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Power of Influence Part 1. If you would like to connect more with me, my name is Daniel Alonzo. Uh, check me out on Instagram, at Daniel Alonzo. Also on Twitter, you can catch me on YouTube. Just search Daniel Alonzo. Lots of great free content there. Uh, but if you really want to get some more personalized coaching, you can connect with me uh, through our Wealth on the Beach Club. We have, a, have a, a, a private Facebook group that we put on every single week. And uh, we do a half an hour lesson and also a half an hour Q&A so, so we can answer all of your questions. I'm excited about hopefully connecting with you in the future. Just remember that uh, you can win big in your life. You just got to find the right coaching, right mentorship. I did at, at you know 21 years old, I was making $7 an hour. Uh, I connected with the right mentor and it made all of the difference in my life. And I hope that uh, one day I get the privilege and the opportunity to coach you. So make sure that you connect with me. Wealth on the Beach Club. Uh, you can click on my bio to take you to alonzoacademy.com. And of course, uh, click on the products and you can find out more there. Love to connect with you. Please uh, always feel free. You can DM me on my Instagram any day, anytime. And uh, I always answer my DMs. So look forward to, to hearing from you real, real soon. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Dream bigger, but make sure that you do it now.